You are now listening to Discover Your Potential with renowned radio talk show host and certified holistic practitioner, Cindy Gilman. So listen, participate, be inspired. Know that you can discover your potential. Here she is, Cindy Gilman. Well, a very good Sunday to everyone. And, uh... Boy, what a year it's been. What a year it's been. And uh, today, top the cake. (laughs) Anyway, um, so we got through Thanksgiving. And to all of our Jewish listeners, I want to say Happy Hanukkah. Um, This is the Festival of Lights. And uh, we know how important light is. And it's been a very interesting, interesting year this year. So many things. Now, for the last, for the last few months, I have been asking all of you if you've had some spare money to get a bag of food, non-perishable food, or baby diapers, and bring them to your nearest food bank. I started this a few months ago. I found out yesterday, because of everything that's going on, one out of four children go hungry in this country. And there's no need for that. We we are a prosperous country. We have a lot of food. There's no reason why any child should have to go hungry. So please, I'm asking you, make a donation. Send it to your nearest food bank or food kitchen because there are people who have lost their jobs their business, they're not well, and children are hungry. So please, please help them out. Send a donation to your nearest food bank. In fact, in a couple of weeks, we're going to have the executive director of the Rhode Island Food Bank on this program. Uh, If I sound a little out of breath, it was because I had to open the door for someone. Um, I just want to mention that this program is for you. That's why it's called Discover Your Potential. And the guests that I bring on talk about their own journey. Sometimes there's a hiccup in the road. And we find ourselves in the wrong place, in the wrong time, in the wrong relationship. And then something happens where the universe directs us to the right place. I truly enjoy doing this program. I especially, I want to thank Don and Doug 
from PBS Radio, who have been so wonderful to me, keeping me going, helping us to bring this program to all of you. So thank you. I also want to mention that if you miss part of today's program, you can go to www.wdyp, which stands for Discovery Your Potential, talkradio.com, where you'll find all the podcasts. You know, it's interesting. I love doing this program, but I especially love when I have a friend on as a guest. And today, today is a special day because my guest today is not only a friend, but I truly believe that he is a brother from a past life. I want to read something briefly before I bring him on the air. It's called The Eagle's Prayer. To those who have spirit eyes, I bring vision. To those who have spirit ears, hear my wings bringing to you gifts. Not all are granted to possess. I am wind warrior. I am eagle, guardian of vision past and present. For those without vision of past earth, people's gifts are without spirit. And without vision of future, earth people will be forgotten. To you, I bring spirit of earth, people encased and vibrant, but free-flowing and serene. Father tree, which is wood, and brother plant, formed in canvas. Their spirits are entrusted with our past impressed on them, given to those with eyes to carry on our spirits, our souls, our memories for you. It's called the Eagle's Prayer. So, What a day today is because my guest today, not only is he a friend, he's a spiritual life coach, he is a follower of Native American heritage, he is a Reiki master, and it's his birthday. So, happy birthday, Gordon Niemeyer. Well, thank you so much, Cindy. You I'm sorry I was back. out of breath. I had opened the door for someone. <laughs> you can call me Pappy. I'll call you Pappy. Okay. Well, that with this last birthday, I earned that term, I guess. <laughs> Pappy Two Bears. You know, it's been almost uh, just a little over a year since the last time we were talking together uh, on your show. Really? Oh, yeah. It was November 
seventeenth, I think, of last year when we were on the last time. Wow. And you're right. What changes have come across our lives in that short period of time? Oh, Lord. My, my, my. Yes, it's been quite a time, hasn't it? Oh, it has. It has. And uh, I guess that's part of being, uh, you know, living a life, you know, that's uh, uh, life is not scripted. You know, we go through life and we act and react according to what's going on around us. We try to plan for it, but... uh, uh, you know, it's some perfectly of our best unperfect. just makes Creator laugh. <laughs> it's perfectly unperfect. It, it sure is. But you know, the uh, your your intro message really touched me. You know, and especially at this time of the year. And you know, in our native cultures, uh, we have a lot of different names for this time type of year uh, time of year. And what uh, out in the in the Pacific Northwest, for example, this is their what they call their potlatch season, and what, what many is that? of us, uh, it's called potlatch. Well, what does and that it's mean? A, it's it's a term that is used for a gathering of people that come together, and everybody brings a dish to pass, but they uh-huh. also bring all they bring all of their their uh, extra belongings and stuff that they uh, they want to pass along to someone else. So it's basically a giveaway time. And it's a giving away of the abundance and bounty that you have of that year that you're willing to share uh, and and wish to share with someone else. And we uh, in the Northeast they call it Nokomo or the time of giving. And it's hmm. you know a celebration of you know what we have and a willingness to share what we have, even if it's not an abundance. We'll share what we have with others so that no one goes in need, you know, because this is always coming up on what the Native Americans considered the hungry times, hmm. you know, where the where the winters were coming in and it was more difficult to provide for the people. So this is what I call the gifting time. And that's what I'd like to talk a little bit about today, you know, is uh, is the gift uh, in the people's minds, you know, at this time of year. And what is the gift? Well, let's talk about that. First off, a gift means a lot of different things to a lot of different people. Exactly. And so what I try to do when I am talking with people is to strip away an awful lot of the accoutrements that we become accustomed to uh, as uh, being normal in our lives because we find out that they are actually just sometimes just adornments, uh, mm-hmm. and, it, and it has a tendency to hide what the true gift is. So this is one of the teachings that I utilize with that, and it's simply called the gift. Now, to all, a gift was given. Some received the gift and never opened it, setting it aside to be forgotten. Some received a gift and not learning to use it, soon learned to abuse it. Some rejected the gift for whatever reason they chose, losing the chance to feel its joy. Cherished are those who humbly accepted the gift with gratitude, saw its true value, and used it for the greater good of all. They are the chosen ones who are the twinkle in Creator's eye 
they become the planted seed that fruits for the future generations. They are the spark of light that kindles the fire of awareness within themselves and who wish to share the fire's warmth with others. They are the ones whose gift is given away freely to all they meet. Theirs is a gift that keeps multiplying the more it is given. So what is your gift? What has been given you that makes you special and who you are? What gift do you have that is worthy of sharing with those around you? To find the answer to that question, you need to go back to when you received your very first gift. Do you remember it now? Do you remember what it is? Life. Yes. You are the gift. It was given freely and with love from Creator to you to be shared with all of creation. All he asks is that we use our gift in the same loving way that it was given to us and exchange gifts with others freely and often. In doing this, we get a chance to return the gift of a worthy and meaningful life back to the Creator. And so to all the listeners out there, and to you, Cindy, may all your gifts be beautifully wrapped in a joy to your heart and to those that receive them. Oh, that is beautiful. So that's the gift. If we remember that the most important gift that we have, regardless of what else has been going on in our life or the last year or whatever, that first gift was a gift of love of bringing us into creation. If we start from there and focus on that and remember that and, and multiply that, then we can share that with others and have them remember it too because they're... Everyone is so, so special, and that's why your show is so aptly named, Discovering Your Potential. Ah, thank you. Everyone that has ears that is listening out there right now, you are so much more powerful than you have been led to believe. I I really wish people right now could not just hear that believe it and feel it within their soul well you know one of the things that has to happen sometimes is that in order to feel that creator has a way of shaking us up a little bit mm-hmm. you know and and perhaps casting off from us all the leaves that have been shading us so long so I guess what I'm getting at is that maybe you need to ride the storm or the winds of change. Mm-hmm. I have a poem about that if you'd like to hear it. I would. Okay. Well, this I wrote this back, oh, gosh. Uh, well, Three it's 2011 over here. So <laughs> this is called Welcoming the Winds of Change. And you got to remember choices that we make in our life. The, the key word is choices. Right. Unless you give permission and unless you make the choice to give permission, you can't change. Okay, so doing that, if you if you feel that change is afoot, then there's something that you need to, to feel that you need to do about it. Either you accept the change and go with it, 
or you fight to change and stay where you are and become even more miserable because the change is not going to give up. <laughs> okay. We'll start it then. Welcoming the winds of change. Though I've lost some limbs to you, they were the ones not strong. Twisted and weak, they were blocking my view of the changes coming along. I'd braced myself against your strength, not willing to give an inch. But bend me you did, in spite of my roots, your intent you did not mince. Your powerful gust sucked my breath away, and with it my ego and pride. Blowing away the dust in my heart that I'd allowed to build up inside. I don't know where your winds will land or where you're taking me, but I spread my arms so you may lift me up from my anchor. I'm finally free. I cast the seeds of my future days to be carried on your winds of change, plant them in a wonderful place where beauty and harmony aren't strange. Learn I have and actions I take to increase my suppleness, looking to find the flow of things that show our connectedness. I thank you for your cleansing winds that has me breathing anew and the memory that you've given me of the times the winds of change blew. Nice. We are definitely going through a time of change. Yes. Yes. I was yes. thinking I was thinking about all the holidays and how people people don't think about the true nature of the holiday. They think about what gifts they're going to give, what gifts they're going to get. And uh, I have a funny story to tell. Well, it's here. Do you mind if I tell a funny story? Absolutely not. I love to giggle. Okay. So years ago, my cousin, who my father's sister and her family, moved from St. John, New Brunswick, down to Maine, and they came to Boston to visit. Well, I had, my grandmother had a closet where she kept all her coats. Now, I don't know if people remember, there used to be mink stoles that had the heads of the minks right on them. I remember the actual little animals. And um, so my cousin came in, and the first time I saw them, I jumped because I couldn't believe there were animal heads in there. And (laughs) when my cousin came, I said, I have a gift for you, and it's in your grandmother's closet. I said, but just be careful. There may be little animals in there. So I I put the light on, and I said, okay, when you go in, 
just be careful of those little animals. So she went in, and she saw the animal heads, and she started screaming. (laughs) And I closed the light and shut the door. (laughs) And she was left there with all the little, with the mink stall with all the little heads. That was my gift to her. <laughs> oh, so much trauma. I, I I think it was one of the craziest things I've ever done, but that was her gift. <laughs> so she you gave the things. initial shock that you had in seeing him to somebody else. Right. <laughs> but then I left That's her in the closet. <laughs> oh, gosh. Oh, great. <laughs> So you've got a birthday. Happy birthday. Yeah, you are... Actually, it was, uh, yeah, the birthday was uh, yesterday. Now, I have a funny story about that if you want to hear it. I, well, I also want to wish your wonderful wife a happy birthday. Yeah, hers is tomorrow. Wow. So is my youngest daughter's. You've got a lot of birthdays. Yeah, well, we just didn't want to have to remember throughout the year. It's easier all in one month. <laughs> in one week. <laughs> In one week, yes. <laughs> so tell me your birthday story. Well, for the for the first eighteen years of my life, my birthday was on the sixteenth of December. Really? Mm-hmm. And uh, so I enlisted in the military, of course, when I uh, uh, turned eighteen. You know, way back uh, the year after they made dirt, I went in the army. And anyways, the. Wow. Uh, uh, I got I, I go down there to produce my birth certificate, and they said, this is not your birth certificate. This is a baptismal certificate. Wow. I says, well, I said, what's the difference? He says, well, we need your birth certificate. So I went into the state of uh, that I was born in mm-hmm. and at, got a, a birth certificate. Well, un, unbeknownst to me, for 18 years, uh, my ba- I was baptized four days after my birth. Wow. So... That was my birthday, but you know, ever since I enlisted in the military, my birthday's four days earlier. So, but my mother says I was there, so I know what day you were born. <laughs> right, I'm sure she. Every woman remembers. Yep. Well, you know, I think that's a good lead-in right into what is the most important day. You know, it seems like you know, certain days will have certain memories attached to them and stuff like that. You know, so right. some people say right. this is this is a. Mo- most important day of my life, you know. So, so what, what is, is what's the, the most, most important, important day, in your life? day in your life? What's that? What is the most important day in your life? Well, see, Jinx, you, you, we asked the same question to each other at the same time. <laughs> ah. Okay, well, I actually have a teaching about that, too. So if you want to indulge in hearing that, I can let you know that, too. Okay, are you going to answer my question? Or What's the most important day in my life? Yes. yes, I will, as soon as I read this. Okay. And you'll know what it is. Okay. <laughs> okay, when asked that question, okay, what is the most important day in your life? Okay, it's actually a trick question. It's a rhetorical question. Oh, another okay. trick question. Sure, I'm full of questions. You know, life is life is a question, isn't it? For sure. Yep, it is. You know, we go through life looking for the answer to those questions. When asked the question, what is the first thing that pops into your mind? Is it a memory of something that happened yesterday or sometime in the past? 
Is it something that is going to be happening tomorrow or something in the future? Now, I want you to bear with me for a moment as I try to explain that neither of those times really is the most important day in your life. Okay. You see, the past contains the thoughts, decisions, actions, and experiences of a particular day or time in our life. It's a record of who we were and a guide to why we are where we are now. Mm-hmm. It's a lesson book of choices already made and put into motion with consequences. Tomorrow, on the other hand, is only a possibility. It contains your plans, your hopes, your goals, and your desires going forward. But you haven't left your footprints in tomorrow yet. Why? Because you're still walking in today. The only day that you can do anything about anything is today. Correct. So just for today, personally, I choose to live in the present. Just for today, I'll always choose healing over sickness. Just for today, I choose harmony over disruption. Just for today, I choose happiness over sadness. Just for today, I realize that the choices are mine. I love that. So today is the most important day of our lives. Yes, it is. It's the time that we can affect who we were, who we are, and who we can become. Now, does that that include past lives? I'm sorry? Does that include past lives? Yes. If people's past lives can be brought up in remembrance, along with them will come the lessons of the past life. That can be carried forward into the future and now applied to the present day to affect what the future will be. And that's the importance of, of past life regression for those that go through it, because there's right. always something to be learned there. Okay? Or there's always something that's, that's pointing to you to say, this is your opportunity to break a cycle. Right. This is your opportunity to no longer be stuck in the eddy of the current of the river. Okay, so there's lessons in everything. And it's always all about the healing. It's always all about returning to connection. Because we come into life and it separates us. And we go through life with that big question of what is the purpose of my life, and the purpose is reconnection. Connection to where we came from connection to what we we really are and a lot of people make those connections uh, you know in in their own way and in their own time and in their own speed and in their own manner okay but the important thing is, is that they're building blocks you know so they have to be able to formulate their own ability to change once they realize that change is an option for them once they realize that they have not only the power to do it, but the authority to do it, 
okay, and the capability to do it. And they don't have to do it alone, you know, because we all have spiritual help that we can call upon anytime, regardless of the name that you use, because that's the spirit that's within us all. That is the original gift. And we are all connected. Absolutely. We are all connected. Each of us have within us the spirit of life that Creator give us. That little spark of of Creator Himself that is within us. Okay, that that has to connect us, whether we're conscious of it or not. The connection is still there. You know, I'm sure that the laws of science say that if a tree falls in the woods, it's going to make a noise because it disrupts the air and it's going to slam in the ground and everything else. Okay, so we accept that as fact. Okay, why can't we not accept the fact that our life force was was given to us by a, a a power much greater than us that we'll never be able to understand? You know, something that we call the great mystery. There's some questions we don't need the answers to. We just need to have the faith that we're part of it. You know, so we have to build our own gateways to that understanding. Now, a lot of people stumble through life, you know, and stumbling is, is not, you know, it, I, I don't know of any people that have gone through life that didn't stumble at least once, somehow or oh. another. <laughs> you know, so the, the important thing that we have to learn about our stumbles is that what do we do with them? Right. You know, some people, uh, some people stumble and they remember the hurt from the stumble, and, that's, and they and they carry it with them, always. And it's just you know something not to do. So, I've I've turned that into uh, uh, a teaching that I call uh, the gateway of change. Hmm. And it goes come kind of like this. So, if somebody was to come in and sit into my teepee, and I have one in my backyard, okay. And we're sitting around the fire, which I have inside of my TV, and we're talking back and forth. And I'm, they're either asking me questions about their life or some circumstances or whatever that is going on with them now. Okay? And uh, perhaps uh, they had some kind of an issue that just came up. So I might talk to them like this. So, life has been giving you a few stumbling boxes, tripped you up, huh? Well, being a human being with all of our weaknesses and vulnerabilities, it's only normal to make a mistake or take a step backwards from time to time. It happens. It doesn't make you a failure or a bad person. It makes you look closer at yourself to change things, though. Friends, there are many ways to look at these temporary sore toes that we suffered from stumbling over these blocks that are in our path. We can dwell on the sore toe and curse the ground that we traveled and blame everything in creation for putting the doggone rock right there that we stubbed our toe on. And then we pick the rock up and we put it in our backpack and it becomes a burden that anchors us to that past memory for a long time. Or you can collect all those stumbling blocks and build the gateway to change in your life. Walk through a doorway of transformation on the other side that's of your making. Hmm. Does this change your impression of your stumbling blocks and how you can use them? 
They can either become anchors, or you can use them as foundation stones for building. Look at them as the foundation stones of your new construction, and mortar them in place with the wisdom that they brought you when you stumbled. Then you can create your own gateway to change. Everyone can do that. I want to just uh, remind people that if you'd like to call in and either speak to me or to Gordon, uh, you're welcome to call in at 888-627-6008. And if you've made a change in your life, or even if you have something you'd like to talk about in terms of the holidays and what it means to you, please call 888-627-6008. And you'll hear Doug's melodious voice when you call in, so be nice to him. Don't be rude. Don't give him a hard time. Because he's a great guy, and he keeps me going on the air. So there's a lot of healing that needs to be done. A lot of healing. Yes. All on every on every possible level, whether it's physical healing, spiritual healing, emotional healing, healing of a place, healing of our country, healing of what's going on today in the world. So why don't we each reach into our highest spiritual source, whatever you call it, wherever you go, and let us send out healing to everything and everyone who is in need of healing. And I truly believe right now we could all use some healing. And that's, now, exactly, that's exactly what's going out. Pardon? And I'll put a caveat on that. Okay. Don't direct don't direct the healing. Let the higher source send the healing to where it's needed the most. Absolutely. Where it's acutely needed now. And know everyone here that is earnestly praying and earnestly wishing and earnestly hoping and attaching your emotions to it that you are worthy enough to have been heard of sending those requests out. And those requests are very powerful. Let Creator send those to what is needed. And understand that you are sending out a type of energy. And that is the type of energy that you, in in turn, are going to be receiving in yourself. Right. The energy flows through you. Absolutely. Through, Through you and around you. Well, I just felt a little bit of that myself. 
Oh, there's quite a bit of it out there. Mm-hmm. When, mm-hmm. when shows like yours and when people like us come together and people that are listening here right. come in and join us here, that spark that is within you, it kindles. It flares up. It grows brighter. Its warmth expands. And as I mentioned to you when we were talking on the phone the other day, mm-hmm. if everyone lit one little candle, there right. wouldn't be a nighttime on the earth. What a bright place this would be. And if we light that candle within us, we call, we, uh, we create what I call walking in sunshine. Mm-hmm. And that's a, you know, that's just something that you 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 learn to understand because people get all tied up in the shadows that are happening around us, the pain, the anguish, all of these things that are part of the living experience. It has been that way since time immemorial in this in this world that that we know at least what history has told us. It's always been part of the human experience. Okay, whether it will be part of the human experience in the future, we don't know that. That's a that's a question that hasn't been answered yet. Right. But when we learn to walk in the sunshine and look for the lighter side of the things, then the shadows and the darkness and these things will will take on a perspective which is a little different. We are all part of the light, and yeah. we are all part of the Absolutely. same. Absolutely. And we're Let's talk all about walking in sunshine bound together, like yep, together, like a string bound together. Not only a string, I call it on the spider web of life. We are all connected. Absolutely. That. that that common denominator is the space between the atoms. Whether it's a rock, it's a tree, or a or a stone, or the water, or the air, or a person. There's space between those atoms, and that in that space, that's where Creator is. How can you say that we are not related? Because that that spirit that runs through all things is within us all. And that higher part of the divine is within each of us. Yes, within each of us, and we're all part of it. Otherwise, we wouldn't be alive and part of creation, would we? Right. And for Doug, who loves to work with the kundalini energy, I'm sure that he's feeling it right now. Doug, are you there? Uh, I am here. Hi, Cindy. Hi. Hi. Now, can you feel that energy? Oh, warm, warm, all over, relaxed, and just uh, free. Well, you what know, that the... energy that rises, Doug, is not ours to hold on to. We have to give it away. Right, in the out-breath. Yes. What that you feel very connected to the kundalini energy, Doug? I had that energy rise within me back August 12th of 2004. And it changed I'm sorry? Everything. Yes, it rose within me while I was stepping out of my shower towel drying. Uh-huh. And, uh took me what? for a loop. So to 
you, what is the kundalini energy? That's really tough to describe uh, because it's a, 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 I don't know if, what, how to put that into words. It's an etheric, but it's an energy that comes from the first chakra, which is at the root, at the base of our Not spine. Not really. Mine went, because I was towel drawing, mm-hmm. and I had a towel from my left shoulder to my right shoulder and I was just bent a little bit with my legs kind of bent a little bit mm-hmm. and towel drawing left to right and it went through the back of my head down my neck down my neck kind of through my butt into the ground and then instantly became, it blew outwards like in a circle and then all I saw was energy filament and from there you're in a whole different realm you're experiencing you know, total bliss, total awareness, total understanding of who you are. You relive your life. Mm-hmm. Just so many things occur. And then when you come out of it, I was screaming. I was, my fingers were screaming. I was on my tippy toes because like, you, you, you can't believe what has occurred. You literally will scream in ecstasy for a long time. I mean, wow. a long time. And then for six months thereafter, I did things that were impossible. I, impossible. I cannot duplicate any of them. But they, you know, like, for example, I could see um, in one, in, and this wasn't during meditation. This was as I was walking around because I always felt right. like the energy was behind me and I was viewing myself in a third person and most of that. But you you experience things like the knowledge of all sound and why roots and prefixes and suffixes all seem to, and by the way, you know, it's brilliant how the words are put together and how they uh, changed over the years Mm-hmm. Um, I just knew that all instantly. Uh, I could see a thousand objects with the same intensity most people can only see one object with. Wow. But, you know, like you, you, you've seen the Rain Man where he counted you know, hundreds of uh, toothpicks in the air. Right, Well, right. you can actually see that your brain has that ability to look at them all at the same time with the same intensity, even though that's hard to believe. I discovered music, you know, uh, where I could put, one um, part onto another and I could do that to 20 or 30 parts and it was just in your brain you can't believe you're doing this and it's I can't write music so I could never write it down other things I saw energy in a different way it participated with me Um, it's all it's all uh, silent but in your head but you just think and it's already occurring Um, And that energy looks kind of like uh, trillions of dots, atomic dots that are slightly glowing, like uh, when you phase in and out of Star Trek. Mm-hmm. Well, that is what that energy looks like. And it kind of participates with you and takes shape. Thousands um, of dots of light? Like when they, like if, you, if you took a pen and you hit a piece of paper a trillion times, you imagine all those dots coming off the page and they're quite a little mm-hmm. translucent. That's what... The, the energy that participated with me looked like, and it took different forms at different days over the, over the few months that I was experiencing this. Wow. I mean, your brain is moving so fast, you're at Christ conscious level. Yep. You, you don't really know who to talk to. You don't really care. You're in, you, it's like being in um, Alice in Wonderland. I mean, who'd believe you? Gordon, what do you think of that? Well, what I think of that is uh, what... Uh, well, my elders have taught me that this life is a poor reflection of the true life. 
Okay, we are not able to see and experience in this life because of the way that we vibrate or the way that we that that we are. We're we're material, and within that material, we have the spiritual, and we are the go-between the two. That part that is within us, and the experience that Doug is talking about is very much uh, the same experience that many natives would would say they've experienced when they went on their vision questings and things of this nature for a moment in time and there is no time when you step into these other realms right you're into all of the dimensions at the same time all of time is quantum being interesting and you know that is for, for 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 a split second we get an opportunity to glimpse into the mind of creator all things and all times that have ever been ever will be and ever can be that come from one point of light and expand out into limitless infinite spots of light we're all pieces of that energy Doug does that make sense to you it's not only makes sense when you go through an event like a Kundalini you understand physics uh, in a different way, the understanding that every it left me with knowledge that is very profound. They might seem very simple, but they're so right. impactful. Like, yep, everything is connected. You can't do anything about it. That's you right. are a part of it, and it's a part of you. And you can't right. run from your thoughts. You can't even. You can't run from your actions, even your thoughts. So you slow down your thoughts, knowing that they can do damage to you. Um, it's just a, a reality that, that then in the future, you don't really know all this information comes to you and then it starts to make more and more sense as you float through life. Like I deal with physics differently than most people and how I look at it now. Um, and I break it down into very simple things because it is very simple at that basic level, even though it seems so complex. That's the whole um, point I try to get to people. Break it down to the simplest thing. Start right. always starts with you within you. Right. The very smallest part within you. That's where everything starts. Right. You are the center of your universe as you are aware of it. Right. When you step outside like you did, you become much more a part of the greater whole. Right. Right. And you. you that's the whole universe. The whole universe. I often wonder. You know, they say, well. I read about people that say, well, I've had multiple kundalinis, and I think to myself, how's that possible? Can a person, why would you have multiple kundalinis? You see, in my brain, I can't relate to that because I don't know why somebody would need and experience that twice. I don't know if they could could hold all of of multiples in them. Right. Right. I just don't know. But I hear about it, you know. <laughs> yeah, we. Well, I think I think what happens is that, and uh, people experience pieces, you know, pieces of this and pieces of that, and you know, lots of times they don't know what to do with them, and the pieces don't seem to fit together when they try to put them together. Mm. Okay, because uh, they're only pieces of a much greater, greater picture that, you know, we can't we can't assemble in one lifetime. We just can't. It's too great. Mm-hmm. You know, but to to be able to to get the opportunity like you had to be able to sit back and just for a second see the masterpiece of the picture is almost beyond comprehension. 
oh, it's like the finger of God. It, you, it's the greatest moment of my life, more important than birth. If I could give the world anything, like say, you, know, you get up on stage, you're a, a contestant, they say, what would you wish for the world? I would say every single one of you gets a kundalini. <laughs> because I would change everything. And it's funny, you know, you mentioned something that, uh, a couple of things. You mentioned uh, song, and you right. mentioned music, and you mentioned uh, speaking in the voice. Yes. You know, they all have power. You know, they, when, they're, when they're sent out, they're sent out their energy. Okay, in the beginning, like they say, was the word. Mm-hmm. It was by the word and the intent that everything came to be. Okay, so words obviously have power. Music has power. Layers of music has power. Subtle placements of different things have power. The butterfly effect has power. Uh, that's a strong one. Yes, that's yeah, a strong one. I want to talk for a few minutes about some of your videos that that you have out on YouTube. Under yeah, I have, a, I have a small little YouTube channel that I'll right. sit and chit-chat around my uh, my fire in the teepee from time to time. And, and I kind of use it as, as uh, you know, an opportunity to just, you know, talk about some things uh, to people. And, and, uh, and it's very much in line with what I've already spoken about here, you know. And it's um, under Pappy Two Bears. Yeah, if you if you write all that together, Pappy P A P P Y, the number two, and Bears B E A R S at YouTube dot com, it'll take you to my channel. To all the all the different videos. All the different videos. Yeah, I'm. Uh, you know, I'm. I, I've got some videos on there that. Uh, um, you know, show me building my my uh, new TP and uh-huh. and talking about you know the importance of that to me and and how I created my sacred space in my backyard, for example. But I have other things that people might find interesting. You know, uh, talking about the importance of uh, being a time traveler or how mm-hmm. to do a giveaway fire. Um, you know. Uh, the importance of being a dream weaver. You know, th- these are some of the names that are on some of the videos that are in it. People might find them interesting. They're not very long. I think I don't have a video that's over 30 minutes long. So yeah, you're welcome you've to got, go in and view those. <laughs> you've got you've got some on something that I'm still questioning. And what's that? Bigfoot. Bigfoot. Yeah, well... I've actually gone out in uh, in the woods and looked at some of the, uh, you know, looking for some of the signs and stuff like that. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah, there's uh, there are some things in this world that a lot of people are not aware of. There are some some people that 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 uh, have encountered them. Right. Uh, as a matter of fact, my brother, uh, who you know, uh, yes. is has ongoing activities with them up there. There are we call them cryptids, uh, okay, and they're cryptids because they they haven't been proven by science yet, but yet they right. are there. Uh, oh, the there's some book. great commercials with them on TV now. <laughs> yeah, Have yeah, Harry and Henderson was a good movie too. <laughs> the, you know, the it, big, pardon? The, yeah, the the Bigfoot is uh, is actually the the lore of the Bigfoot and the stories of the Bigfoot. 
are on every continent on this on this earth with the exception of antarctica mm-hmm. and i don't think there's any reports of them out of the uh pacific islands either okay but the native americans uh, their oral histories go way back about the forest people and mm-hmm. you know they're they're living in the forest you know they don't necessarily want to have much interaction with us you know and i love the, history the commercial. Of mankind, i don't blame them I'm sorry. I love the commercial. <laughs> the Have ones where they're it? driving and, the, <laughs> yeah. and the, uh, it's like a truck. It's like a jeep, and and all the people along the road are different types of Bigfoot. Mm-hmm. And then all of a sudden, there's a car, and the fellow says, "Did you see that?" And it was. Another another Bigfoot. I want to remind people, because we only have a minute to go, um, if you would like to have a confidential and personal appointment with me, you can go to Cindy at CindyGilman.com. And if you would like to uh, hear the podcast, you can go to www.wdyptalkradio.com and I hope you'll go on YouTube to Pappy Two Bears, and that's the number two, B-E-A-R-S, at YouTube.com. And my dear friend Gordon, may this be a wonderful birthday year for you. And for your lovely wife, Nancy. Oh, thank you. And I truly appreciate your sharing this hour with me. Cindy, I'm so glad to to come back and talk with you again. And it was nice chatting with you, too, Doug. We had a good conversation. And and reaching out to everybody out there, have a blessed, blessed day. Yes, have a blessed day. Have a blessed week. And uh, uh, I guess the inoculations are on its way, if you choose to take one. Um, Let's think about all those children that are going hungry, one out of four. Please, please make a donation to the nearest food bank or food pantry. Gordon, thank you so much for today. Doug, of course, thank you always for doing such a great job and sharing your experience with us today. And in two weeks, we will have the executive director of the Rhode Island Food Bank on the program. So may you all be blessed. May you all know that you are part of one and that healing is always a part of our lives. Gordon, bless you. Thank you. For decades, psychic medium Cindy Gilman has helped people connect with their loved ones who have passed and send spiritual energy to those in need. Now you can too. Phone sessions are individual and confidential. Now during this difficult time with COVID-19, she can help you more than ever. Everyone needs some healing. For your phone session, Contact her via email cindy at cindygilman.com.